There's a story in the book of Genesis in which our ancestor Jacob had fallen asleep in the desert. As he slept, he dreamt of a ladder or stairway going up to heaven with angels ascending and descending between earth and sky. Jacob hears God say from the top of this ladder, the land on which you lie I will give to you and to your offspring, and your offspring shall be like the dust of the earth, and you shall spread abroad to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south, and all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Jacob woke up and exclaimed, Surely the Lord was in this place. He then made an altar and named the place Bethel, in Hebrew, which means house of God, and vowed that the Lord will be his God forever. And then much, much later, after Christ's death, resurrection, and ascension, a man named John had a vision, a revelation, on the island of Patmos. A vision that in some ways is remarkably similar to Jacob's dream. There are angels, there are characters representing good and evil, connection between heaven and earth. The new Jerusalem descending down from heaven. He also hears the voice of God from a lofty throne, which says that the home of God is with mortals. God will be with them and will wipe away tears from every eye. Surely, the presence of the Lord is in this place. These images, though visions and dreams, show us a connection between earth and heaven, and they illuminate God's presence among those who are mortal, this melding together of finite and eternal life. When I picture angels coming and going up and down the ladder in Jacob's dream, I think of our own journeys as God's beloved, the cycle of existence, between life and death. We come from God, we come into the world, and then when it is our time, we go back up the ladder to God. No matter which direction we're traveling in, our very souls and presences invite God into the world and reveal something holy. Today, we commemorate the major feast in the church calendar of all saints. It is a time to remember, honor, and thank God for the lives of the saints those whom we know and those we don't. For many of us, we remember those we love but see no longer, who have made their return to God and are foretasting life in New Jerusalem, where there is no weeping or death, but only life everlasting. This day reminds us that in life and in death, those whom we love and miss are part of the inbreaking of God into the world. The moments of birth and death give us an opportunity to get some clarity into God's intentions and some idea of what might await us when we get there ourselves. Several years ago, after my grandfather died, I remember my mom telling me, I know he is with God, but I just don't know what it looks like, where to place him, where is he? I just can't envision him. Like Jesus looking for Lazarus, we ask, where have you laid him? It is hard to really visualize what happens to our loved ones, even when we know and believe that they are with Christ, who vanquished death forever. What we wouldn't give to climb up the ladder and take a peek, just to make sure that they're okay. Okay. 
We seek assurance that what we believe happens after death is indeed what happens after death. It is really hard to entrust someone to the mystery of eternal life, especially when we spend so much time taking care of them. In fact, it is difficult for any of us mortals to envision what it is like to not have to rely on anybody or even to be a helper to take care of somebody. And this is because we were created for a relationship. In our first moments at the bottom of ladder, the beginning of our lives, we are instantly aware that we are dependent on others, right? That steady food of, uh, stream of food and warmth we had in the womb is gone, and we do not have the tools to provide for ourselves. Though we become more independent as we grow, we never stop needing people, nor do we ever pause our journeys in moving back to the beginning. At the end, again, we are reminded of our dependence upon one another and our inevitable return to God. God is the beginning and the end, and also everywhere in between. The reality is also that during that in-between part between birth and death, we need each other. We need each other. Celebrating the lives of the saints reminds us that it was never God's intention for us to exist in a vacuum. The community of saints is what awaits us and those we love. From the beginning of the Judean Christian story, God tells us that though our lives are ever moving away and towards God, we must not be alone. Jacob's vision is not of lonely angels coming to and from heaven. It's a horde. It's a host. And then at the end of our story, John's apocalyptic vision also describes crowds of angels who are all made new. I don't know if I can help describe some sort of detailed image of what life before or after death is like. But what I can say with some theological and biblical certainty is that our loved ones are not alone, and neither are we. We are reliant on the lives and witnesses of the saints who teach us to live and die without fear. The saints rely on us to remember them, to listen to their wisdom, to lift them up and bring them down with us to continue their witness and their journeys until we return to them once more. I will risk a flat-out heresy by observing that there may be a secondary holy trinity, lowercase t, right, between God, humanity, and creation. Each are intimately connected, begotten by others, all of them in constant movement and relationship, and none of them really perceivable without the other. Death makes us feel helpless. But when we entrust someone we love to God, and when we remember that they too are a member of the great cloud of witnesses, we know that they need us to carry on, to bring them along. And we need them to deepen our faith and to show us the way, to help us be fully present wherever we may be on that journey, on the ladder. Needing help or companionship is not a weakness. It is fundamental to our nature as human beings, as those who are traveling on the way. We never stop needing each other, and we belong in community. 
May all saints remind us of those who have gone before us. And also to think of those who will come after and the role that each of us play in this movement, trinity between God and creation and one another. How can you ask for help this week? How can you respond to a cry for help this week? Where can you see the angels of God breaking through? When you grieve a loss, where can you see God's glory and holiness glimmering in hope? Which of your endings could also be beginnings? There has been so much grief over the past 18 months, so much sickness and death and fear. I pray that we are not so afraid of this that we look away from the realities of life and death Because as Jacob and John tell us, that is where we see God breaking through. We get a glimpse of heaven on earth, and it is also where we too will find ourselves one day. Surely, the presence of God will be in that place. In the name of God, creator, redeemer, and sustainer.